Hello and welcome to Downtime Podcast, episode 128. Elise is out today. It'll be Jordan and I holding down the fort. What's up, Jordan? Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, I came back from a hike all day today, so I'm, I'm pretty tired. We're going to try to keep it short today. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so before we get into what we're playing and stuff like that, I want to talk about some news things and get your opinions on uh, a couple items yeah, yeah, from yeah. the news. Um, so the first thing is uh, Phil Spencer, Xbox boss, Xbox dad. Um, he said, uh, quote, when you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward. Mm-hmm. That's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but the traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. I guess they could try to recreate Azure, which is their uh, cloud gaming platform. Yeah. But we're invested, we've invested tens of billions of dollars into cloud over the years. So Phil Spencer overall just doesn't consider Nintendo and Sony as the main competitors to gaming because he believes that gaming in the future is going to be all cloud-based. You can play from your phone. You can play from your Xbox. Hardware won't matter. It's about the software and being able to play anything from anywhere. Uh, I agree and disagree mm-hmm. i feel like there is a mark there will be a market for cloud gaming i know stadia is not doing so well but i think stadia is kind of just like one of the first iterations of this not that this, not that this hasn't existed before but mm-hmm. like stadia is one of the first big iterations of this and you know the first usually when people introduce something for the first time it doesn't always work properly and then someone comes along and does it better yeah so i think somewhere down the road uh, cloud gaming is going to be a thing, uh, but I just don't know if it'll appeal to everyone. Mm-hmm. I think it will appeal to a certain like casual gamer audience. Not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, there's definitely people who want to play games on the fly on their phone, wherever. But I think for like your hardcore gamers, the people who are playing up late at night, people who are streamers, people who are playing all the time, I think mostly those people will stick to hardware, like having having the uh, games on their own hardware Mm -hmm. just because with that you have more control over the settings Um, if you are a modder you can mod your own game Uh, there's just I feel like there's still a lot of customization that goes into having it having the game running on your own hardware Mm -hmm. not to mention that uh, you know internet speeds will get better over time but not everyone can afford those speeds That's true too yeah Yeah. like not everyone in every country is going to have fast internet speed for cloud gaming Sure, yeah. And um, I know Google's trying to remedy that by having like little towers everywhere to, you know, project better connection to your Stadia console. Mm -hmm. But yeah, again, it's it's everyone's saying that it still feels like it's in beta. It's still a beta console and they shouldn't have rolled it out so soon. Yeah, Uh, but a lot of things in gaming are like that, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, even Microsoft's Azure program is not doing very well. I, I mean, it's it's better than Stadia, but like not everyone's using it. Yeah. Because um, not everyone has the, that connection speed. I I think it'll be like VR. It's going to take a while to actually get it rolling and, you mm-hmm. know, to get it adopted by everyone. Uh, but I think it'll eventually become a thing. But maybe, again, like I said, it won't be used by everybody. It's not going to be mm-hmm. the new gaming, the new way to game for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I He did mention that he will still have a some kind of console, you know, obviously an Xbox in his house. Yeah. Um. In the future, uh, he, he what he wants to do is just put an Xbox out, download the latest game or whatever game is you know there, so that he could just play it. Um, so he's like obviously all in for this whole cloud idea, but I, I'm I don't know if he's considered all the other options as well. 
um, with having, you know, games on your local system. But, uh, yeah, it, it, we'll see. I mean, I, I, I don't know how far this will go into the future. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much it'll improve or what they'll improve on. Um, but yeah, it still seems like it's something that's still in early development. Yeah, I can see it replacing to a certain extent console gaming. Mm-hmm. Like uh, th- some of the issues I mentioned, like with the customization and things like that, usually mostly applies to PC gaming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can see cloud gaming eventually replacing console gaming. But like we said, like not not everyone's gonna have the same internet speed. Also, what if you want to play games offline? Yeah. You know, so even then, I don't know if I feel like consoles will probably still be a thing. Yeah, like way into the future. Um. Well, also with that said, he doesn't really. He said he doesn't really consider Ninten- Nintendo and Sony as competitors. You know, at at its core, they're both Japanese companies. Yeah. And at least, and I have mentioned this on the podcast before, but uh, you know, a lot of the Japanese audience, they they kind of make their own. Um, they make those companies make games for their own audience. So yeah, a lot of the Japanese people still like to collect physical things. Um, so, you know, they're, you know, cartridges, discs for these consoles and, um, Mm -hmm. for those companies, their, their audience comes first. Um, so, I mean, that's why they have like, you know, PlayStation America or they also, Sony America, Sony PlayStation, uh, in the U S, uh, Nintendo of America, so on and so forth. So, you know, although they prioritize their mainland audience, they also consider, you know, the audiences overseas because of course they recognize that, but yeah, I mean, Sony has some IP, some content that's catered more towards a Western audience. Like they bought Insomniac, right? Sure, yeah. And Insomniac makes a lot of games, I would say, that are catered more towards a Western audience, especially Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that maybe may, I, I see the argument for Nintendo because Nintendo tends to make like the Switch is a very different thing compared to the Xbox, and I think a lot of people either have I either a ps4 or an xbox plus a switch like Mm -hmm. i feel like switch is kind of like something that you have in addition to like a like a you know one of the higher end consoles Mm -hmm. uh but i do think i would say i think sony is still a a competitor at least in terms of ps4 versus xbox right it seems like xbox is really trying to push uh the next gen console so that they'll win that generation yeah you know everyone knows that PlayStation won this generation of consoles. There's no, yeah, there's no argument there. So I, it seems like with Phil Spencer saying that statement, maybe he's just trying to get a leg up on all the other companies and being like, hey, we're better than them. We don't really consider <laughs> them anything. It's just like, come on, dude. Like, they, you've always been neck and neck with each other. How would you not say that? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, again, like he's trying to talk about the future in cloud gaming because sure. Sony have a cloud gaming thing? They don't. Yeah, so in that aspect, same, I'm, for sure, Nintendo doesn't. Uh, but yeah, like in that aspect, yeah, I get what he's saying. Like, oh, it, maybe that's kind of what he's hinting at. Is it in the future going forward because we're doing cloud gaming, Sony and Nintendo aren't going to be competitors. Mm. But I would still say at the moment, Sony is probably their biggest competitor. I also take that back. Sony did have PS Now, which is oh, their yeah, service, yeah, but yeah. like it's dead now, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> yeah, ironic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I've read mixed things about ps now and everyone's just like oh yeah you know it works it's not the best but it works so um yeah i mean i i still think sony is a competitor um to xbox 
But whether they decide to go into the cloud gaming route or not in the future, it really depends on them. I don't know if they have the infrastructure to do it. It sounds like Microsoft spent yeah. a lot of time doing it, a lot of money. Um, I don't know if Sony has that much money. Yeah, well, because Microsoft is in the like you know in the business of servers and hardware and yeah. you know that kind of infrastructure. Whereas I don't know if like Sony has you know a gaming division and they make films and they make you know TVs and things like that. But yeah. I don't know if they have yeah that kind of infrastructure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll do something different than Sony. I'm sorry, than Microsoft. Um, whereas Nintendo is just in the back. They're the toy company. You know, they're just chilling. Like they they consider themselves a toy company, and I guess that's one of the reasons why uh, Phil Spencer's like, yeah, they're not really competition. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and again, like I said before, I agree with that because like Nintendo is dominating the handheld market right now, and yep. I don't think Sony and uh, Microsoft are even gonna try at this point. I mean, to, you know, Sony did try. They did try. Yeah, but, but they it couldn't was do never it. as popular nope. as the DS or as the Game Boy, or yep. like it was never gonna be as popular. Like Nintendo has dominated that market, and I think they're just gonna hold on to it. Nintendo's biggest competitor at this point is mobile gaming. You know? <laughs> yeah, and and yet they have mobile games now. Yeah, and we'll cross well, Mario Yeah, because they know that some people are not gonna buy a Switch, so yep. they might as well get into the mobile market mm-hmm. directly. So I think Nintendo's pretty good on their own. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like Nintendo. It's I I I really do think Nintendo is its own thing, and its games. Uh, and this has been said before. Nintendo's games tend to skew more towards like a family friendly, mm-hmm. uh, younger audience. Not that plenty of adults don't play it. Like I'm gonna buy Animal Crossing, even mm-hmm. though it's very you know, it's it's essentially a family friendly game. Uh, whereas Xbox and Sony tend to cater more towards older audiences, at least. A lot of their games, you could t- definitely tell, like, oh, okay, this is skewed more towards, you know, someone older who probably has a lot more experience with gaming. Yeah, I mean, when you think about buying uh, a AAA title like Call of Duty, right? Yeah, you're not gonna buy it on the Switch. It's not on the Switch, as far as yeah. I know. Yeah, not that the, not that kids don't play Call of Duty. Sure. Obviously, they do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say that's a game skewed more towards an older audience. Mm-hmm. And, and people, when they think of shooters like that, they think of like Xbox, PlayStation, PC. Yeah. You know, they don't play it on a Nintendo console, even though there were a bunch of Call of Duties released on the Wii, and they did have online, and people did play it. Yeah. There were very few people that played it, but still, like... I think there's, like, memes about it. Yeah, of course, you know, and it's rightfully so, because they're just like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's not a Nintendo thing. It's not what people... Yeah. It's not what draws people to the Nintendo... Like, people aren't buying switches i mean some people maybe but for the most part people aren't buying switches to play skyrim to play doom like even though it's on there and that's cool right um but i think primarily people are buying a switch to play you know uh smash bros smash breath of the wild mario kart odyssey party like the first party games yeah that's what nintendo has going for strong like really strong right now and it is nice to have those other third-party games, you know, and like you know NBA Two Ks on there. It's like, huh? Yeah, and, it's cool for the people that like that, right? But I don't think that's the main draw, right? Yeah, and you know, it's nice to have because there's people that don't have uh, an Xbox or a PlayStation, so mm-hmm. they just have a Switch because it was probably the cheaper console, and exactly, and they were just like, oh, the the, the cartridge of this game is cheaper than you know buying it on another system. Or buying it for PC or whatever. Yeah, so, so it's just, you know, like you said, cheaper option and yep. it's a portable option. So oh, yeah. Yeah, people who want that, they could definitely just only have a Switch. But I think a lot of people who are, like, really passionate about console gaming will mm-hmm. probably have, again, on PS4 or Xbox with a Switch as well. Yeah. I, I 
I can't imagine myself playing Skyrim on the Switch though, because I we've modded our Elder Scrolls I, games I, so I feel much. Like it's such a big part of the yeah. Skyrim experience. Yeah, I mean, remember when we modded Oblivion? Yeah, <laughs> like, and Morrowind. Insane. Yeah, so like, why? Yeah, I, I can't see myself playing an Elder Scrolls game on on a handheld because this is like I I want to play it on PC where I can mod it and I can do whatever I want to it, add some cool shit. These you know? cheats. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can't do that on, on the console versions. Yeah. So it's different. Um, speaking of Animal Crossing, I know you're planning to get it. Have you decided if you're going to get the Animal Crossing version of the Switch console? Uh, I've been holding off on it, uh, mm-hmm. but probably uh, if they're still accepting pre-orders. I know Costco has is selling the bundle. It's it comes with the carrying case too. Okay. Um, I I I think it's sold out, but you could always try checking again. Yeah, I'll I'll look. Yeah. Uh, but I'm fine if I don't get the Animal Crossing version. Like it doesn't really matter that much. To right, me. right. But it, it is cool to look at. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah, I know you've been wanting to get a Switch for a while, but your main reason was for Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason that you told yeah, me. Cause, I yeah, because like, yeah. I was like, Odyssey looks cool, but sure. I don't know if I'm going to play it. Yeah. And then like, oh, Breath of the Wild definitely looks cool. But then I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm even going to have time for that. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, like, uh, what's it? Smash Bros. came out, but I was like, am I really going to play Smash Bros.? Like, I, I stopped playing it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I have friends who play or sure. who had it, and they played it a lot, but, like, yeah, no one plays it anymore. Or at least or in my circle, no one plays it. Same, I, I know a couple of people that do, but, like, competitively, and I'm like, I'm yeah, not going to yeah, touch that. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not going to go that route either. Exactly. I'm so just I was like, like yeah. what's a game that fills, like, a slot in my gaming experience, like, yeah. that, you know, I know I can take some time to play, and I was like, Animal Crossing, because, like, you know, Odyssey and Zelda are like adventure games, and I yeah. feel like I already have that. Like I already have games that fill that sort of uh, yeah that slot for me. Yeah. Um, but I don't have that sort of slice of life, you know, like Zen kind of relaxing game. Yeah. Um, so I feel like Animal and Animal Crossing isn't a game that you're gonna play all day because you yeah. know like there's the whole time mechanic. I mean, you know, you, you can manipulate the time. If you want, but <laughs> for the most part, it's like the game that you play for a little bit and then you put down and then, you know, like you do something else. And then yeah. each day you kind of just do your daily things. And so like, I, I feel like a game like that's very, very much needed in my gaming life right mm-hmm. now. So same. Yeah. yeah, that's that's my main draw for Animal Crossing. Yeah, I know. We've played almost every iteration with yeah. the exception of Happy Home Designer. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean like City Folk, like a full release. Oh, yeah. Happy Home Designer, I, I would consider it DLC for the game, which technically it is, but it's also its own game. Yeah, yeah. I think the, for the mainline ones, City yeah. Folk is probably the only one. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah City Folk is the only one we, did, we never played, but I don't think we were missing out on anything. Um. We uh, did you try Pocket Camp? Because I tried. Pocket yes, Camp. and it was boring. And yeah. I was just, this is not really Animal Crossing. I downloaded it, played it for five minutes, and gave up. And then I was like, I, I deleted it. I was like, nope. yeah, I was like, eh, <laughs> I don't know. Yep, I know. I have some friends who have like five hundred hours into it, and I'm like, yeah. dude, what the heck? Like, I mean, I have friends who still play uh, Pokemon Go, so you know. Yeah, same. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you do you. Um, cool. Have you seen the um? Have you seen the uh the the memes between the Doom Eternal the Doom subreddit and basically the Doom community and the Animal Crossing community? I have not. So, uh just to fill you in, the Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing are coming out on the same day, March okay. 20th. And uh there've been so many memes online and the communities of of both franchises have been like supportive of each other. So uh-huh. like people have been drawing like Isabel like putting coins on like you know little bells and coins on the table and she's like one copy of Doom Eternal please and then you have the Doom guy like I want one copy of Animal Crossing <laughs> and like funny. even the Twitter account has been like going into it like I think it was like IGN or GameSpot posted like an article on Twitter they were like 
which game are you like, most looking forward to in 2020? And they showed like screenshots of like every single, like not every single game, but like some really popular titles. Uh-huh. And the Doom Eternal account responded with Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going back to our previous conversation, it, it it's they don't seem like they're competi- com- like competing against each no, other. No, no, not like, at all. They're definitely not games that are competing against each other. So it's kind of fun to see them supporting each other. Yeah, they're the polar opposites too. Uh, like one's extremely violent, the other one's like yeah, extremely older wholesome. audience versus younger audience. But like, yeah. not that there won't be people who buy both. Sure, but, I'm gonna get both for sure. Yeah, but, but yeah, like it's funny because yeah, they're not they're not competing. So why mm-hmm. they need to? There's no reason to to act like that. Yeah. It's great. No, I, I, I mean, especially since Doom is on the Switch already, like the first one from yeah, 2016. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and also like the other ports of Doom are coming to the Switch, if not already on the Switch. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, wow, that's actually really cute because the Animal Crossing community is like, yeah, Doom, and Doom community is like, yeah, Animal Crossing. It's great. That's um, funny. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was really funny and, and really wholesome of both communities to be supporting each other, um, you know, when, when both of these titles release on March 20th. So hopefully you get your switch soon. Yeah. You have like less than a month before it comes out. Yeah. I'm probably going to order it soon. Maybe the end of this week. Yeah. Um, but we won't be able to play with each other unless we both get online, which I'm not really trying to get. Although oh, do you have to pay for the online. To- yeah. Oh, that sucks. I know you can't play locally. You can only play on the same console. Oh, and there's okay. like, did you watch that trailer I sent you of like the party mode and like, yeah, they but kind I of explain things. Yeah. Um, so, like, how does that work? So you can have up to eight accounts on one console, right? Of different uh, okay. eight different villagers on the same i on the same I guess yeah island. Um, you can have eight different houses. You can have four, up to four people playing at the same time on one console in a in a mode called party mode, and then. Uh, in party mode, one person is the leader. Basically, they do all the talking, all the transactions with any mm. of the NPCs. Well, the other people just follow. But they needed to have created a character on that console. Yes. Like so, all four of them would have had to have a, their own character and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And uh, when I when I pre-ordered Animal Crossing uh, on Amazon, at the digital version, oh. I, um, I, down- I pre-loaded it onto my Switch, but at the same time, I was uh, given a code for... Nintendo online I think mm. for like a month or something because I think they're just trying to encourage people to like play with each other yeah <laughs> again in the beginning so uh that's kind of cool I haven't redeemed I don't know if there's an expiration date I'm gonna redeem it once the game comes out okay um but yeah I mean, it sucks that you can't play locally with another console because like you know the, this the 3ds and the ds are like oh yeah yeah you just connect to wi-fi yeah but now it's just like you gotta pay for it I'm like even if I'm sitting right next to that person ridiculous i know i get it money from a business yeah from a business standpoint you know yeah they're gonna make them bells yep and so. then they're promoting their uh uh chat like text chat application as well as voice chat application i'm like isn't that what discord's for <laughs> 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 yeah but i mean if you want to use the official nintendo app you can try but i don't think it's gonna yeah, be good I don't, I don't know yeah i mean there was like a the splatoon app and apparently everyone hated it that oh yeah, voice I heard, chat. Of, I heard yeah. of the voice chat and Splatoon was terrible. Because you need your phone to voice chat with people. So it's like, yeah, why do I need an extra device in order to yeah. listen in? I mean, like, yeah, my, I had a headset and my computer plugged in uh, with Discord going and I was just playing Animal Crossing. Like, I think that'd be the most ideal setup, you know? Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to Animal Crossing coming out next month. Um, it's going to be good. It's going to be classic Animal Crossing. If you haven't seen it already, go check out that trailer that was released uh, last week about um, basically the uh, 
how the game works and just more specific questions and mechanics about the game. Um, so ending our news roundup, uh, some really sad news. The Konami code creator, Kazuhisa Hashimoto, passed away at 61 years old. Oh, man. He created the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, a BA start code. So he, he passed away. We we never really used that code in, in games. We didn't have a lot of Konami games. Going yeah, on. I think we just don't play a lot of Konami games. But We only yeah, had Contra. A, that was the only one we played. It's a classic. Yeah. yeah. We only played Contra, and we were just like, okay. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Sad. He, they didn't say why, how he passed away. Um. They just said he passed away. Yeah, so it's part of gaming history. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are paying tribute. They're mourning his his passing. So I mean, it's kind of it's really nice of Konami to acknowledge it, and it's nice of the fans who've known that code their whole life to you know express their their condolences to him and his family. Yeah. Um. So to get off that low note, well, what are you playing right now? I am playing Legends of Runeterra. Ah, the that? yes, the 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 League of Legends card game. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of like uh, Hearthstone. People, yeah, people say it's right. it's League of Legends' answer to Hearthstone. And what's the uh, verdict? I like it better than Hearthstone right what? now. What? <laughs> yeah. Really? Because I, I know played you played a lot of Hearthstone. Exactly. I was I like, spent, wait, I spent a good amount of money on Hearthstone, but yeah, I don't know. Hearthstone got kind of stale just because I think okay, so one of the like mechanically there's some differences i'm yeah. told that it it plays more like magic the gathering i've never played magic the gathering so mm. i don't really know but mechanically it is different like the way you play cards the turn order the attacking versus blocking there's like mm. there's, it's different from hearthstone in that aspect um but also the way that you obtain cards is better or i i prefer it to uh-huh. hearthstone in hearthstone uh the only way to get new cards is to buy them with real money or to like really slowly grind for coins and then you buy these booster packs and then you the booster packs just have like a random amount of cards but it's like a really really slow grind to like get cards okay well and and like there's legendary cards and legendary cards are like super rare you're guaranteed one legendary card every like uh every 30 packs which if you're playing free is like a slog to get even just one legendary card it might not even be one that you want you know uh and plus there's several classes right like you can play as a warlock you play as a paladin etc and there's no even guarantee that you'll get the card for the class that you play you Mm -hmm. get like this really good legendary card for like rogue but then you never play rogue or you don't really have a rogue deck uh so it's like it's just it's just complete rng and you'll it's really really hard to get all the cards you want and some of the best decks are just filled with legendary cards, so it's like what? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> what? like there's some decks where it's just like every other card is like a legendary card, like because it's so they're so good, and it's just it. I couldn't keep up. I was like, I can't keep up with Hearthstone. Wow. But uh, Runeterra, it's new, so I don't know. Maybe some somewhere down the road it'll be different. Um, but at the moment, it's a lot easier to mm-hmm. get the cards you want. So the quote-unquote legendary cards in this game are uh champions from league of legends uh-huh. uh so they're all all the legendary cards are only based around champions and they're actually a lot easier to get you're get basically guaranteed one legendary per week okay which is actually really good if you do like this expedition mode you're basically guaranteed a legendary uh or a, a champion uh and also, instead of classes, they have what's called regions. So there's like different regions that are in the League of Legends lore. There's mm-hmm. like Damasia and Shadow Isles, etc. Yeah. Uh, and you can pick which cards you want to obtain from which region. So let's say if I only play, or I mostly play uh, a Damasia deck, I just choose Damasia, 
and whatever cards I obtain with my XP are only from Demacia. Interesting. So I can make sure that I I can build a deck based around that region. Uh, and so it's kind of cool that way where you can pace and cards are obtained through like a battle pass system. Battle pass. Okay. Yeah. So like there's like this. Yeah. Like there's a battle pass where it's like, oh, if you get this much XP, you'll unlock this kind of box, like a gold box. And you get more XP, you get unlock a platinum box. And so you kind of know for the, like what you get in the box is still random, but you have more control over and more transparency in terms of like, oh, when am I getting this? How long does it take to get this? And like, I can at least guarantee that it's going to be you know in a region that i use so it's mm-hmm. and there's also like what's called wild cards and they're just like um so there's different rarities there's like common cards uh rare epic legendary etc okay, champion okay. etc and so you can get a wild card which is just a blank card and you trade it in for any card you want so you can literally just yeah just craft whatever card you want but you can also craft using like shards which you can do in hearthstone as well so they're basically giving you a lot of options and giving you a lot of control over like uh what cards you get so it's right. a lot easier to make a deck for someone who's just starting out as opposed to hearthstone where it's like oh hey all the best decks have like 10 legendaries and it takes forever to get them unless you spend tons of money and even if you spend tons of money you're not even guaranteed to get a legendary anyways. oh dang and so it's just like the, the way to get cards is just so much easier in runeterra that it's a lot easier to just try different decks hmm. and it's you know like even if there's like this hardcore meta it's easier for just anyone to eventually get the get enough cards to play uh you know whatever is the current meta or whatever is the current uh most popular decks and so like mm-hmm. i appreciate that i appreciate what they're doing with that sounds like the people that played the people that made runeterra played hearthstone and they were like how can we make this better yeah and th- there <laughs> haven't been a lot of good card games honestly mm-hmm. like hearthstone has been like the biggest like there's yeah. even like pro competitions for hearthstone right yeah um and then like uh i know there's like uh What's it? What's that? Artifact? Have you tried that? No. Because oh. I was like, I, this doesn't look like a good thing. <laughs> this doesn't look like a good idea, especially that, that announcement. And I was, <laughs> like, oh, I was like, okay, maybe it will be good. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Like, even though people don't want it, like, I, I don't have anything against it. And then it came out, and apparently the way of obtaining cards was even worse than Hearthstone. And I was just like, oh, God, they didn't, they didn't learn anything. <laughs> and so people just stopped playing. I heard there's like 100 players now <laughs> globally, and that's pretty sad. Wow. But, yeah, like I didn't even touch it. Uh, and then there's like Gwent, which is the the uh, Witcher card game. But oh. I, I think that has a cult following, but it's not huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's like Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel, Duel Links. And I think that actually, will never go away. <laughs> yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! will never disappear. But I think, again, that caters more towards people who played Yu-Gi-Oh! Who sure. are really into Yu-Gi-Oh! And then you have like uh, Magic: The Gathering. I think has an online game, but mm-hmm. again, that caters more towards the hardcore like Magic: Magic: The Gathering audience. But Hearthstone has always been the more easily accessible, uh, widely spread car- online card game. Yeah, sure. And so I don't think there has been like a like a major competition to it until now. I think Runeterra, or I hope Runeterra, catches on because competition's good. You know, mm-hmm. it's always good to have some competition who's doing things differently that kind of changes up the game.
Right. And then now it's going to make the people behind Hearthstone think, okay, how can we, we top them and make our game better? Yeah. It yeah. might make you go back to them, but you never know, right? Yeah. And, and I think <laughs> one of the big things is making a card game, even though it's simple enough, like the mechanics are not as complex. You know, you don't have to worry about physics and, you know, like you don't have to worry about like, it's, it's all 2D technically. I mean, there's like 3D graphics, but it's technically, you know, it's not as complex as like a shooter or an right. RPG. Right. Um, but a lot of assets go into it. You know, there's a lot of artwork and you want everything to look smooth. And, you know, people obviously want like 120 FPS options and things like that. Like they put a lot of effort into Rune Tower because it's, it's right games. They have like tons of money from league of legends. And so like, it's clear that they put a lot of effort and a lot of money into it, which is good. And I feel like maybe that's why a lot of other card games haven't like, um, been able to match, Hearthstone just because like it there's a lot you need to put into a card game to have it feel really smooth and nice and not, not that I like I haven't played the other card games but like uh, Rune Terror doesn't definitely does feel like this big triple A card game you know uh-huh yeah cool wow I'm glad you're enjoying it I, I knew I know someone else who was also playing it for a little yeah. bit and they seemed to really enjoy it and they also liked it better than Hearthstone so yeah and that's that's high praise because uh finally someone's uh out there to you know take them to the ring and see yeah, we'll how see. far they get uh, it's I think it's not on mobile yet uh, mm-hmm. but I assume eventually they'll put it it's on gonna mobile. be huge on mobile yeah yeah it's gonna be great sweet uh what else is it just Runeterra right now anything uh, else still a little bit of Monster Hunter uh-huh. not as much um, some of my friends have, because of Runeterra, some of my friends have gotten back into League, uh-huh. but I, I don't know if I want to touch it. I just, uh, don't do it. It's, I played it for like a good three years and the, the community is really toxic. I know your team won't be toxic, but the other people that you're playing against will probably be toxic. Yeah. It's yeah. really bad. It's like the worst community I've ever experienced in my oh, whole yeah, gaming life. Just like I'm on discord playing Runeterra while some of my friends are playing League and yeah. I just hear them talking about some of this stuff and it's, it, yep. it gets pretty toxic. Yeah. It's bad. It's terrible. I mean, like, like yeah. it just, it's it fuels that toxic nature and my friends not, are usually not that toxic but because people on the other team are toxic yep, or yep. people randoms that they join are toxic yep it kind of encourages them to be toxic and it's just i don't know if i want to deal with that yeah no i mean the people in the deadwood daylight community are like this game is toxic the people that played are toxic i'm like i don't know if you've ever played league but that's worse than the dbd community <laughs> yeah yeah it's bad know. um what was i gonna say oh does uh ari have a card in runeterra Ari, I don't think the so. The nine-tailed not, fox girl? No? Not yet. Uh, okay. I assume eventually, because there's like 120-something or 140-something uh, champions, sure. right? Yeah. And they only have maybe like, I don't know, 30 of them in Oh, my Terra. God. Okay. Yeah, because, sure. you know, there's, you definitely have to balance them. And sure, sure. But I'm told that the ability, because, you know, like each champion card will have like a specific ability. Right. I'm told that the ability, they did a good job of about, like making the abilities seem really close to what the champions do in League of Legends. Okay. So I think that's kind of cool. But again, I don't play League of Legends, so I wouldn't know. But one of my friends who's like, who was really into League was like, oh yeah, this is actually really close to, you know, hmm. League. Like it, it seems really, like they put a good effort into making it similar. Right. Okay, cool. Just wondering. I played her quite a bit when I was playing League. Yeah, yeah. I think they have, what she one of the OG characters or is she like introduced later down the road? Uh, I don't know. Cause I think most <laughs> of the characters they have now are like the original uh, characters that they had when league first started. That makes sense. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe later. Cool. So you're, you got Runeterra, Monster Hunter, Destiny still? Still playing Destiny? Uh, not as much. I see. Uh, just haven't, I'll probably go back to it as eventually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
it's mostly a game that I want to play with friends, and we all kind of just dropped off. That makes sense. So we'll yeah. see. But Borderlands Three should be coming out on Steam next month. Yes. No, no, two months no, from now. Uh, April. April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometime in April. So uh, I feel like that'll fill that sort of looter shooter slot for me for a while. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I mean, the plan was to just play Destiny until Borderlands Three comes out. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Cool, but yeah, um, there's a few games that are coming out in 2020 that uh, I'm interested in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, I, on my end, I've just been playing DVD. Uh, there's been an update that's coming out either next month or later this. Well, this month's almost over. Well, next month basically. Uh-huh. Um, there's a new killer, and he is a cowboy, and he's got a gun. Okay. And my friends and I were joking like, "Oh, it'd be cool if they had a killer with a gun." And no joke, this dude has a shotgun, oh. aim down sights, shotgun. And I'm like, what is this? And so it's not an actual shotgun. Basically, he shoots you. There's a harpoon attached to it. He reels you in and just smacks you. Um, Yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, The public test build, which is called the PTB, uh, it's what the, the, it's what the developers use to release it. Anyone can play the PTB. Basically, Uh it's like for the players to test it out, find any bugs, but also uh, give feedback um, as well as uh test out the new characters because there's a new survivor and a new killer i don't yeah. really know much about the survivor because i because kind of focusing more on this killer because he has a gun and you can like literally ads like <laughs> and yeah. then shoot people yeah uh, one of my friends is like i really really want to play this killer like i want to main him i was like oh my god you're gonna be so good at this guy because like he likes shooters yeah um so yeah it's, it's gonna be pretty intense the new level is like uh, uh of course like a western theme kind of like an okay corral western little town that's cool so, yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how the dynamic fits um uh, but so far it looks good um probably next month is when it can, it's gonna get released uh the new survivor has a perk now where you can instantly heal someone oh <laughs> from one health state strong yeah so there used to be these little items called insta meds the little health yeah. like little kits and let's say someone's like dead on the ground right yeah. like they're crawling you stab them and then they're they're into the dying state which is like actually no they would be fully healed i don't remember what it was because um, I never used it. I only had it used on me. But I was like crawling on the ground, right? Yeah. And my friend was up to me. He's like, oh, I'm just going to do something real quick. And he like, stabs me. And then I, and I'm back to full health. I'm like, what the hell did you just do? He's like, I got to use all these before the game nerfs them. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Nice. And it turned out, yeah, they did nerf it because they're making it into a perk and not an item anymore. Oh, okay, so only certain characters can use it or... Well, I mean, when you... Yeah, when you unlock it. Then you can invest into it. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Still legal. Uh, why is it legal? Still dead by daylight. Um, I'm also playing Yakuza Three. Yeah, yeah. Um, as you know, I I got the and as everyone else knows, I got the uh, Yakuza Collection. It's called the Yakuza Remastered Collection, mm. which is three, four, and five that are finally on PS4. It's now it take you a while to get through all those. I know. My goal was to beat everything before March 20th, but that's not going to happen. I got too many other games I'm trying to play. Um, so. Yeah, I'm trying to finish Yakuza 3. It's supposed to be a lot shorter game. Uh, the discs, they came with two discs. Three and four are on the same disc, so I'm, I'm assuming these games are a lot smaller. Yeah. Five has its own discs because you play as five different characters. Oh, man. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, man, I, I need to like invest a lot of time in it. Um, I think I mentioned this to you before, but like I, I played 0, 1, 6, 2, 3. Yeah. I'm like out of order. Like I, So like my... I. I didn't have as much of an emotional impact on the on six because uh, I didn't I never played three four and five, um, and I didn't play two at that point. So yeah. yeah, my my whole my whole vision of Kazuma Kiryu as a character was only when he first started as a yakuza and what he did to start the whole yakuza franchise. And now I'm just like, oh, now it's over. I'm like, well, time to you know instead of playing the destination, I'm playing the journey. So yeah, hopefully. 
Yakuza 7 comes out at the end of this year. It's fully translated. It just says worldwide release 2020. Mm-hmm. So the Yakuza 7 uh, is going to, you're going to play a new protagonist uh, and it's turn-based combat instead of action brawler. It's kind of like a soft reboot. Yes, exactly. And a lot of people were kind of complaining that like, why isn't it brawler style? And I'm like, well, they're rebooting the game series kind of. So, yeah, a lot of people were complaining about how it's turn-based instead of Brawler. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll try it out still. So, I, I love the franchise. Um, so, it's, yeah, playing Yakuza 3. Uh, in Yakuza 3, you, uh, you, you're you running an orphanage in Okinawa. And mm-hmm. Okinawa is like a Japanese Hawaii. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Everyone wears Hawaiian shirts and they just walk around and they just chill. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh wow, this is I, w- I want to go there now. See what it's <laughs> like. Uh, so yeah, you and then something in Tokyo happens where it draws Kiryu back. That's like the premise of every single game. He doesn't want to be part of the yakuza or like affiliated with anyone from there, but he still has a lot of connections and friends. Mm-hmm. And someone does something that causes him to go back and be like, ah, oh, I guess I'll figure it out. I and, mean, if it works, I mean, for a game, you yeah. know, usually they're pretty formal formulaic. So sure, yeah, <laughs> it I mean, works. And, and like. Although that bothers me when it starts the process, I still enjoy every single game because yeah. it's the meat of it that I really like the most. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Kazuma is also very, like, I wouldn't say anti-hero because he's also, like, very morally good. Like, he on the, on the spectrum, he falls, like, 100% on the good side. Although he does some things that are bad sometimes and he makes some bad choices um, but uh-huh. uh, I don't. I wouldn't really consider him an anti-hero. I, th- I would think he was just an he- a hero. But he does seem like the anti-hero type because he comes from a terrible background. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, well, because of that, now <laughs> I'm. <laughs> you were making a comment before where if there's like a crime game that's out, there's a yeah, chance. Yeah, there's an organized it. crime game. Yeah, I played it. Yeah. I'm reading a book called Tokyo Vice. Uh-huh. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. So it's it's a show that's also coming to HBO, HBO Max. Um, it's called Tokyo Vice. It's about this guy named Jake Adelstein, who's the writer of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to Tokyo. Oh, well, he basically, he was a college student at a university in Tokyo. Is this based on a true story? This is a true okay. story. And he goes and he uh, gets a job at the biggest newspaper in Japan. Um, because he uh, he applied and he's the only foreigner to ever do so. So he becomes an investigative reporter. Um, he wants to report on the Yakuza and like the underground stuff. And so he does. And he finds out that one of the biggest mob bosses in uh, the whole country of Japan mm-hmm. is getting a liver transplant at uh, UCLA. And okay. yeah, and then he's like, wait a second. How is this guy admitted into the country if he's on the FBI's most wanted list? And it turns out he was making a donation of like a million dollars or something to the to the hospital in UCLA. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was like basically paying off the U.S. government to get the transplant and hmm. go into the U.S. So he was going to release a story. But then the some two Yakuza guys were like, uh, you release this, if you release a story, we're going to kill you and your family, starting with your family. And I was like damn that's that's rough and the way that he's describing how these two men approached him they were just sitting at a bar and they were talking they weren't like talking like in the movies they were just like casually telling him like oh yeah you know if you release a story we're gonna kill you and your family he's they're like you can think about it right now we need an answer right now though like they're being very intimidating without yelling at him Mm -hmm. and i think that's pretty fucking scary yeah (laughs) you know being very casual about it yeah yeah and then he's just sitting there, like holding his cigarette and like shaking because he doesn't know what to do. And luckily, he had backup. He had, there was like a police officer with him. And this is literally like the prologue to the whole book, uh. <laughs> what, what I'm describing. Um, so yeah, there's an HBO show coming out. Originally, it was going to be a movie starring Daniel Radcliffe as uh. Jake Edelstein, but then 
now there's some other dude. I forget who it was, but uh, Ken Watanabe is going to be in it. I don't of know course. who he's going to play. <laughs> if you need a if you need a Japanese man in an American production, yep, yet Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe or Hiroyuki Sonata. Yeah, for your <laughs> TV shows, it's Hiroyuki Sonata. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for your hey, movies, movies, movie or movie <laughs> level content, yeah. You, you get your Ken Watanabe. We need a Japanese guy. Hmm. Ken's available. <laughs> yeah, who's that? Ken? Who's that? Uh, Last Samurai guy. Which one? Uh, uh, <laughs> Not Tom Cruise. The Japanese one. <laughs> yeah. Were uh, they both in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were both in it. Yeah. That's the best part. Hiroki Sonata and Ken Watanabe. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be. I'm. I can't wait to finish the book. I'm reading it right now. Um, on top of playing Yakuza, so I'm like doing two organized crime stories. Yeah. One's real. One's not. Uh and yeah, um, whole, this whole time I'm waiting for Animal Crossing. I'm definitely gonna try to see if I can put Animal Crossing and um, uh, Yakuza in the same time frame. I want to like play both, and y- you'll never end with Animal Crossing. But I just want to get to a point where I'm comfortable in Animal Crossing. Um, it's yeah. kind of it, that's the perfect game where you can just when you feel like playing it or whatever you have time. Yeah, there's know? no it. There's no like uh, there's no end game. Yeah, there's no end game. It doesn't feel like you're pressured to like move fast in the game. Yeah. Uh, and based on what I've seen, there's going to be even a lot more to do compared to... I mean, that's always been the case. It's like every further iteration of Animal Crossing, there's more to do. Mm-hmm. And because I believe in this game, uh, based on the, the... What was it? The uh, Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can edit your actual the island that you live on yes so, like, yes you can actually like build rivers and uh like uh, waterfalls and yep. roads and things like that so it gives you so much more customization which is just gonna add so much more content to the game what are they gonna do for the next one <laughs> yeah how, how do you top that yeah the same with smash how do you top that yeah yeah <laughs> i heard that and i i heard that this uh this smash game might be the last one it's implied by sakurai himself but, but smash will keep going on yeah yeah but you know? i mean that makes sense yeah like how do you top everything like the next game has to have everything in it yeah because what they're gonna downgrade from ultimate yeah <laughs> you, know? you like, can't that's no people would just want more on top of ultimate yeah so i think that the, the goal is to just it'll always be ultimate you'll just add more to ultimate so like, yeah if there's a switch two, it'll be ultimate two which is just the same game but with more stuff on it. Right, they'll just port it if it's a new console together or whatever yeah which makes sense i mean it's in yeah. the name like ultimate is means the the, the utmost version right. of something you know like like I, I get that, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, like with Animal Crossing, it's like, how do you top being able to edit your world? Like that, that seems like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what, what would you do? I don't know, because the formula, formula has always been the same. So. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to play it. Um, I'm probably gonna get, as I mentioned before, Doom Eternal later on. I'm not. That's not really a game I'm rushing to play. I'll, I did like the single player story for Doom 2016, yeah. but I'm not really in a in a mood to rush the whole single player. Like, I'm not. I don't need to play this, the single player story for Doom Eternal. I can wait because I think that's gonna be a game that's gonna go on sale next year. You know, for like, for like 25 yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah. It'll be one of those games that'll yeah definitely be on sale. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I'm playing right now. I'm just um. Yeah, I'm waiting for Animal Crossing to come out. We'll try to keep busy. I'll 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 always play Dead by Daylight. That's always going to be my mainstay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everything else will just you know fall into place whenever I have time. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. All right. If you live, if you've listened this far, the podcast is over. But right now, Jordan and I are going to talk some movie spoilers about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh boy. So yeah, again, if you want to hear it, please keep listening. If you haven't seen the movie yet. Go watch it. Uh, otherwise, you, we are going to talk about it in 5, 4, 3, 
two, one. All right, now starts the Sonic spoiler cast. Um, all right, overall thoughts? I liked it. Yeah. I, <laughs> Surprisingly, me yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of reviews about it, and most of the main YouTubers that I watch that review things all said good things. Like, they're like, oh, it's actually not that bad. Except for Funhouse. They were, for whatever reason, oh, yeah. overly critical of it. Very, very and critical. And I was just like, damn, like, <laughs> I didn't, like, I think you're thinking too hard into this movie. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I feel like they, because they watch a lot of movies, you know, yeah. and that's kind of like yeah, part of I mean, the industry. Yeah, but I mean, I watch... Plenty of other YouTubers who also watch like every movie, and sure. most of them were like, "It's pretty good for what it is." Yeah, you know? it's a good kids movie, good video game movie. And yeah, I but like, I think yeah. I, I think it's because a lot of the reviewers I watched did see it through the lens of it being a kids movie, and I think Funhouse right. was thinking it just as a movie in general, and because of that reason, they were pretty critical of it. Yeah, and you know that's okay. Everyone has their own opinions. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah and, and that's fine. But the general consensus is that it's not bad. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> bad. Like, uh, yeah. as someone who like has played like we've played plenty of sonic games like maybe not the most recent one well i know you've played like uh generations, generations yeah. uh but like a lot of the newer ones the, the bad ones <laughs> we haven't played <laughs> but we played you know like the original sonic games on the genesis yeah we grew and, up playing those yeah the, uh adventure adventure, two, adventure two, yeah two battle uh sonic heroes yeah uh, yeah yeah, even, you know, you can go as far back as, like, Sonic Schoolhouse. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Yeah. We played that at the same time we were playing the Genesis games. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. so like, uh, yeah, we, we have a decent... Oh, we watched Sonic X, the show. Yeah. So, like, we have a... I would say we have a pretty decent experience. I think we have a good resume to justify us, like... As Sonic fans. Maybe sure, not, like, yeah. hardcore, like, make-your-own-character Sonic like fans. Like, eat but chili dogs and praise him, all that stuff. Yeah, or, like, yeah. I don't own Sonic merch, but I, think, yeah, I feel like... Yeah. I, I would consider myself a Sonic fan. Yeah, you know? same. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think this is a fresh new take on Sonic. I don't care too much about quote unquote Sonic lore that much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that's a whole other. Obviously, they changed it. But like, it's Sonic lore has never been consistent. They've tried you know? to keep it consistent, though. And I do appreciate that. But I think it's too much. Yeah. But there's been different versions of Sonic. Like there's like Sonic Adventure. It's Sonic and he exists in just a modern human world, which I think is what they're going for with this Sonic movie. Right. Uh, and potential sequels. I got those vibes. Yeah. yeah, where it's just, oh, it's Sonic and he exists in a human world. But there's been versions where he exists in like this either like futuristic world or in this fantasy world or whatever. Or in a world where there's only other animals and there's no other humans except for Robotnik for some reason. Right, right. So it's like it's never really been consistent on like what kind of world Sonic lives in. So I don't, I'm fine with the fact that what they did with the movie. I think, I think the whole... I think the most consistent thing is that he's from the planet Morbius and that's where like the first and second games and third games take place. Yeah. And then from then on, you can argue the fact that, yeah, he, he gets, he basically is in the human world and Morbius doesn't really exist because he just lives alongside them. Yeah. And there's several iterations of Sonic 2, like canon, different canons, I guess you can say, because there's like classic Sonic, which I think this movie actually draws more from that. And then you have like modern Sonic. I don't know what to call it, like 3D modern Sonic. Yeah, people like call it modern Sonic. Yeah. yeah, the adventure Sonic. And then you have like the Sonic Boom version, which is oh, different. Yeah. So yeah, like there's different. Yeah. So I don't think it's that important that they changed Sonic lore. Like they added a new character, Longclaw, which apparently did not exist at all in right? anything Sonic. But like I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think it's sure. yeah sure if they have to change it for the cinematic purpose. Yeah, yeah. Go I ahead. Mean, if it's to tell a story or like the fact that Sonic has these weird abilities, like. In, in previous games, or in the games, 
Sonic just is fast. He just is. Like, that's just, <laughs> yeah. just a part of him. And yeah. everyone just kind of, you know, recognizes it. Whereas in the movie, it's treated like, oh, it's this special ability that he has that other right. people want. Like, including other people from his world. You know, the echidnas attack in the beginning, which is kind of cool seeing that. That was awesome. Um, but, yeah, like, they it, they treat it like, yeah, he maybe, maybe it's not something, like, that's... Well, I, I guess something that he was born with, but like something that was somehow given to him or somehow special to his him. His lineage is something special and unique. Maybe he's the last of his kind. Or yeah, something. or something. I don't know. Like, like yeah. it's implied that his ability to run fast is peculiar. You know, again, right. like I said in the other games, it just is. Like, no one questions it. But in this world, this version of Sonic, it's like, oh, this is this weird thing that. Uh, has some kind of special properties like he like shoots lightning and stuff so that's new um but yeah like i'm curious where they'll go with that my theory is that he gets his abilities from chaos emeralds Mm. and that's why the echidnas were looking for him because the echidnas in sonic lore are heavily attached to uh chaos emeralds yeah 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 yeah. or the the master emerald is that what it's called yeah the yeah the master emerald yeah so i feel like maybe that's why they wanted sonic because he has these abilities from chaos and so Ah. i hope that's where they're going because that's what i'm saying is like now that sonic exists in this world where uh humans exist and it seems like other sonic characters because you know again this is a spoiler cast so tails comes in at the end very very end like mid credits yeah so they're implying that more sonic characters will come from sonic's world to the modern world i think they're i hope that they're gearing more towards a Sonic adventure type of storyline where it's Sonic and friends and they exist in the normal human world. And mm-hmm. then there's like chaos emeralds and there's chaos and there's like uh, the egg carrier or whatever. Like obviously robotics going to come back. Yeah. Um, and so like, I'm actually more interested if they go that route. Like a lot of people were like, Oh, well I hope the next movie takes place like completely in Sonic's world. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Based on that mid credit scene and the ending of Sonic, it seems like that's not the direction they're going. They're going to keep it with, like, the human world. And I was like, that. at first I was kind of disappointed. But then I was thinking, if they are going to go with Sonic Adventure, I am actually really excited for that. Like, yeah. I kind of want to see that, you know? So I guess we'll see. Yeah. No, I, I'm excited. I think they're going to go on, like, an emerald hunt. And maybe yeah. every movie is going to be about every single emerald, like the Infinity Stones. That'd yeah. be so cool. Yeah, where it's like, <laughs> the, yeah, there's different emeralds and they have different powers. Yeah. And, like, maybe that's where Sonic got his power. And then I yeah. assume they'll introduce Knuckles as one of the echidnas. Yeah. Like, that's hunting Sonic. Cause he, he's maybe the one that shot Longclaw. Oh, that would be Ooh, that'd dark. be. Oh, yeah, that'd be so cool. Yeah, because, like, that's how he is in, in Sonic and Knuckles when Knuckles is introduced. That's sure. what, like, they're initially enemies. Because yes. so- Knuckles is tricked by Eggman into thinking that Sonic is his enemy who's stealing the Chaos Emeralds. Yep. So I assume they'll probably do something similar with his introduction in the movies, where it's mm-hmm. like, that's why, yeah, like, he's one of the echidnas that's hunting Sonic. And so, uh, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I just hope that they go in that direction, and uh I want to see me some Big the Cat, some Froggy, <laughs> some Amy, some Rouge, some some you know cream and cheese, cream and cheese. Oh, yeah, that's right. E one hundred two Gamma. Yeah, Supersonic at Shadow. least. Shadow. Shadow. Yes. They gotta introduce oh, Shadow. Oh, why some would you not? Point. Oh man, all the edgy yeah. kids out there are gonna be like, yes, bring him back. Yeah. When when, <laughs> when they show a trailer, maybe not this next movie. I feel like this next movie they'll probably introduce more of the mainline characters. It's gotta be Knuckles, like Tails, yeah. Tails, Knuckles. Yes. Maybe Amy. But yeah. Def, obviously tails obviously yeah. tails i really hope knuckles 
Yeah, so I and I think maybe Shadow will come later. Third movie, third or fourth movie, movie. third movie introduce Shadow and that trailer, and everyone will be like, "Oh fuck yes, yes!" I'm gonna be like, "Oh, holding a gun." (laughs) Yeah, he's like cocks the gun like in the trailer for Shadow the Hedgehog the game. Oh yeah, that would be hilarious. Oh man, I yeah I at the end of the movie we were both like super hyped we we're like yes bring it on i was like oh my god they're gonna show tails and i i was like on the edge of my seat and i was like oh, they showed the, like the leaves spinning and then the ring popped out and then i was like oh, and like, the tails came out tails? i was yeah. like of course they're gonna show he tails. sounds like tails That's i don't know the, who the voice actor is it's the one that she it's the, the newer one that voices in the newer games oh like, so they actually use the voice yes oh, okay whether that's, that's cool. gonna be consistent because they didn't use the same actor for sonic i don't know why they would use well, the i think same they one for wanted tails. like a hollywood actor for sonic that makes sense is weird yeah. because they don't put his name on the post yeah it says it's just james marsden <laughs> and, Drew, jim, and jim, jim carrey yeah and i was like why do why you go out of your way to get a hollywood actor for sonic when you're not even gonna put his name on the poster it's yeah <laughs> like ben schwartz got thrown under the rug yeah <laughs> not, yeah and he's a pretty good actor so exactly like, I don't know, but whatever i think he did a really good job of sonic yeah like like it still felt like sonic exactly you know, even though his voice is slightly different from the game version of sonic like it still feels like sonic because he looked like it first of all and then he sounded just like he sounded like he would you know yeah and <laughs> i was afraid that they would make sonic really annoying right movie, but they didn't i don't think like like they made him obviously kind of naive and you know like uh kind of quirky but like and he does like a bunch of what do you call it uh pop culture references of course sure but uh i don't know i didn't find him annoying you know yeah so I guess we'll see. I think it made sense that he talked a lot because he was isolated for so long and he didn't talk to anyone. Yeah, I, I like the fact that it wasn't, oh, hey, Sonic came to our world. Let's yeah. see his adventure of him. Like, you know, as pe- some people say, a fish out of water story where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, here's Sonic in our, our world and he's confused by everything. But they did more of a, oh, Sonic came to our world as a kid and he grew up in our world. So he's already familiar with the, with how everything works by the time that yeah. the story starts. He's just as human as we are. Yeah. So I was like, oh, all right. All right. So I, I like that better because then yeah. it's like you don't have to go out of your way to make Sonic seem really stupid or really, really naive. Right. Like, like, he is naive to a certain extent. But you're like, he's able to make pop culture references because he's lived here before. And he's right. able to kind of understand how things work because, again, he's lived here. So I, I appreciated that aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, it was the 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 product placement it was so blatant. <laughs> so the one product that made the most sense, which is the Puma shoes, yes, barely gets any attention. Like the little yes. girl gives it to him, but they don't even focus on the Puma logo. Yep. They don't even mention that they're Puma shoes. She, she just, just doesn't say anything. She just gives it. to Yeah, him. you kind of see that it's a Puma. Like the Puma logo is kind of subtle. It's like a you know it's a Puma graphic, but like you barely see it, and like. That's the one thing that made the most sense. But then Zillow, I was like, I guess kind of makes was, sense because they're looking for houses. Like a dumb joke about the housing prices in San Francisco. Yeah. Like, okay, we get yeah, it. Yeah, but Zillow. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess uh-huh. that makes it. But Olive Garden, oh, why? That was... Uh, why? Because <laughs> when you're here... Yeah, and he's like, your family. I'm like, what? what? Why? That was so weird. Like, why Why is that in there? Do they have some kind of promotional deal? Because I haven't heard about anything. And then why Olive Garden? Yeah, why? why? It, what gonna, it, yeah. They should have done it with Sonic's The the, the Fast Food Chain. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally fast food. Like, uh, yeah, Sonic, Sonic's driving. Come missed on. opportunity. That would have been, That would have been blatant product placement but it would have been funny funnier and it would have made sense and i'll be like okay i get it but like what why olive garden and then 
in 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 uh, Birds of Prey, they also mention Olive Garden. I was like, what is what's with Olive Garden? Olive Garden, why are they? What why? is with Olive Garden right yeah. now? Why? What is with this big push for some you? Some kind guys? of secret Olive Garden conspiracy. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, okay, mm-hmm. they don't even show all. Well, I guess they show the Olive Garden logo at the end when they give them the yeah. gift card. Yeah, which was kind of weird. That was, oh yeah, the, the second part of the same joke. That like, joke what? is really weird. They pay James, James Marsden in the Olive Garden gift card. The military pays him in a gift card. Do you think? Do you think James? Mar- do you think James Marsden has some kind of deal now with Olive Garden? He just goes there and eats for free. <laughs> I get uh, maybe. <laughs> um, uh, hey, you're, hey, you're the guy from Sonic. Oh God! What about anything else? What else have you done in your life? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Does he want to be known for anything? I guess Westworld. He's pretty he good in Westworld. He doesn't. He was been X Men. He was Cyclops. Yeah, he was Cyclops. I don't know if he wants to be known for that though. Because I don't think he cares. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, don't think he cares. It's true. I think James Marsden will just do anything at this point. He puts his hundred percent into every role he plays, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's a so, working man in the yeah, in the Hollywood to, industry. Yeah, he's just trying to get by. He's like Sonic. I've never played it, but I'm going to be in it. We're like, oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe he played it. I'm just yeah, making a statement. Who knows? Yeah. Um. Yeah, the uh, how about how did you feel about Robotnik at the end with in mushroom in the mushroom zone? Because I thought that was really cool that they yeah. showed him in full and he Robotnik. Looked like, yeah, he looked like Robotnik. So I would say Jim Carrey as Robotnik is obviously very different from the way Robotnik's portrayed in the games. Mm-hmm. But I'm fine with that. Yeah, because Robotnik in the games, he's just literally just generic evil bad guy. You know, like it doesn't have any kind of standout qualities as a villain. Right, you right. Know? So I'm okay with them. Jim Carrey-ifying Robotnik, you know, like Jim Carrey as Robotnik is literally Jim Carrey as Robotnik. You yeah, know? it's He's fine. Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. Yeah. So which I'm fine with, because again, like Robotnik, you could change up that character. Like it, he doesn't have any discernible qualities. Like yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what they'll do with that. And like, I guess the question is like, how long will Jim Carrey be willing to do this? Because it seems like they're hmm. gonna, if this is successful, they're gonna keep trying to milk Sonic as much as they can it seems like he's having know? fun i'm probably gonna say this is that maybe it'll be a trilogy if not maybe six movies total like yeah. we don't we don't know because this movie clearly is warranting a sequel made it's made its money back um and it already set itself up for a sequel so we'll see yeah and i mean you could have other villains i know that in other sonic games there's been other villains robotic it usually leads back to robotic but if they wanted to one of the like they could have chaos as a villain. Metal Sonic. Yeah, yes. metal. So that's what I was thinking. Was I like, think Metal if, Sonic yeah. could definitely be a villain at some point. He's like, got to be the next one. Like they in- introduce like Robotnik obviously makes him. They introduce him as a creation of Robotnik, and then at some point maybe later on he becomes the main villain and he kind of takes over if Jim Carrey just no longer wants to do it. Right. Here's what I'm thinking: the sequel is going to focus on Sonic and Tails' friendship, and they're going to fight Metal Sonic because Robotnik finds a way to come back to the human world, and he he built a base on the mushroom zone or maybe he just got fat from eating all the mushrooms and he developed some technology to take him back. Right. Yeah. Using the, the Sonic's like quill that he took and then either in on the earth on earth or in the mushroom hill zone, he's going to create uh metal Sonic somehow. And then that's the, going to be the big baddie that maybe James Marsden will be back. I don't know. And his girlfriend and, uh, uh, Sonic and Tails have to fight because I think that'd be a good sequel, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and it makes sense because they introduced the whole idea of like Sonic has these special abilities that can right. be taken from his quills. Yep. So you could have like Metal Sonic is run on Sonic's power. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That would be perfect. Yeah, because they don't introduce in. they, they don't have the animals inside of the robots, you know. Yeah. So that I think that's fine. 
that the third movie will be Sonic Adventure, not beat for beat, but they will take themes and moments from there. So Chaos will be the, the bad guy. Robotnik finds Chaos, and he's yeah. like, I'm going to let's team up. I'll collect all the emeralds for you. It's going to be about them collecting the emeralds, and it's going to be, you know, Sonic Adventure, beat for beat. Yeah, and Knuckles will be there. Yeah, exactly. At the end of two, they're going to introduce Knuckles. They're like, oh, Sonic and Knuckles, because it's the third movie, Sonic and Knuckles. Like, Sonic yeah, and yeah. there's a third game. And then, and then you know, the third movie will have those three. Um, maybe they'll they'll introduce Amy or whatever, and then at the end of Sonic Adventure, the, then that's the when Shadow exactly, and then they're like, okay, a fourth one, fourth one, guys, yeah, last one, and then they're like, you know, nope, never mind, actually, fifth one, Sonic Heroes, sixth one, let's go, Shadow the Hedgehog, the movie, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, they could do spinoffs, exactly. Uh, we'll see. I, exactly. I feel like Shadow is the only one that could probably hold a movie on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're not gonna make a Tales movie. Maybe Knuckles. I don't know if Knuckles is really I has think, the. No, yeah, I think yeah, Shadow's the only one. I think, I, yeah. I think, yeah. I only see Shadow being the only one. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's my ideal canon, headcanon for how this is going to go. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I really yeah, I really want them to dig more into like the Chaos Emerald stuff. That's going to be cool. Because, again, the lore doesn't have to be the same as the games. So I don't really yeah. care too much about that. But, like, you got to take the main pieces of it, right? Yeah. And so, like, they definitely, again, introduced the Echidnas. And the Echidnas are all, like, tribal and oh, stuff like man. that. So, that they, so they're cool. clearly taking that part of the lore, which yeah. is cool. Um, but, yeah, I want to see what else they do with it. Yeah, um, it's gonna be really great. Uh, they're 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 looks like they have a good track record so far. You know how about that song at the end though? They got they got Wiz Khalifa, all right. Uh-huh. They got Lil Yachty. Uh-huh. They got Ty Dolla Sign. Swiggo the Child. Sega clearly knows that hip hop is big. And yeah. how much money do you think they spent on these rappers to make a song? The song wasn't even about Sonic. It was about get making money. And there was only one line that pertained to Sonic, which is Little Yachty says, best friend named Tails. <laughs> Everything else was like, let's make money. Let's get that cash. I'm like, that has nothing to do with Sonic. Yeah, it's kind of a throwback to like, remember when like Will Smith was in movies and he would just make a rap song about no, the movie? Like Wild Wild West and Men in Black. Yeah, I so think it's so kind of like that. But yeah, it's kind of a throwback to that where there were rap songs about the movie. <laughs> sure, but like you know, hip hop is the most popular music genre in the world right now. So obviously, like they're trying to pander to that crowd, and you know, they're like, kids love hip hop. Because didn't Eminem make a rap song about Venom or something like that? I, I don't know. So uh, I don't know why they're bringing this back, but <laughs> this is like a thing now. Because hip hop is popular. So yeah, obviously, so yeah. But like making a song, even just in general, making a song about the movie. Oh right, is coming back. Like, um, it, yeah, like I can't think of any other examples from recently uh james bond movies always have songs about the movie but like I that's feel like not that's different yeah okay you're talking more like video it's game kind comic of book sort of cheesy campy version of like oh i see uh, you know or it's like james I don't, know, I don't know it's yeah it's like uh I'm trying to think what else what else there, i know for sure there's been some other examples but um uh, the, De- the detective pikachu movie had the ending song that was made for that movie oh yeah, yeah. it was all in japanese um there's a rap slash singing so yeah yeah i don't know but it, it's i think it's like regaining it's it was like an early 2000s 90s thing and that was right. like kind of becoming prominent again where you make a song specifically about the movie or right, relating right. to the movie so i don't know okay so you know i was talking to my coworkers today and we we're like you know there needs to be a smash Bros. movie and i know we talked about this right when the movie ended and you mentioned there's going to be a metal gear movie coming out in the future right yeah and i and then we were my coworkers and i were like okay Metroid movie is going to be a horror movie, right? It's uh-huh. going to be a horror space movie. The the Star Fox movie will be a space opera, and we're just thinking about like every like the oh like how each would fit in. Yeah, and we're thinking about the like the, the original what is it like eight nine 
Smash Brothers characters. Yeah. They're going to have their own movies first. Like oh, They'll I, be like the core Avengers. Exactly. And you so everything in. The Mario movie will have all the core Mario characters. You're killing like 20 birds with one stone because most of the characters in Smash yeah, Brothers Yoshi, are all Mario. Yeah, exactly. Luigi. Wario, Bowser. Peach. You know, the, the, the Koopalings. You can even Bowser throw DK Jr. in there. Exactly. Yeah. And that would be that would save a lot of time if you had DK in there. I don't know what why he would be there, but I, I maybe he can stand on his own with a movie. But I, I feel like to make a full feature film, you'd have to have him talk well i guess there was the dk tv show so they had him talking there sure so I, don't, I don't know it just depends on yeah. yeah um ness i think mother would be a good movie i don't think uh, they would do I don't it know. i don't know if they'll do a mother movie they, i don't they probably I feel won't. like it's not popular enough in the west for it to warrant its own film it would be a good animated movie in japan but not over here yeah um who else was uh, captain falcon would be interesting uh, but he's thing. not he's like also F- not F- very popular zero yeah zero is just not that well known of a property so i yeah. feel like they'd have to introduce him in one of the team-up movies yeah 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 um so yeah we were like oh yeah like this would be the other studios' answer to disney like buying everything because like all these characters none disney doesn't own any of these characters right these yeah. are all like licensed like D- D- pikachu did have your pikachu yeah he's already like through warner brothers right yeah we're like realistically this could be a big like middle finger for all the studios to get together and be like suck it disney like we're making our own cinematic universe that's true i because so the one that they could make a movie out of but i'm just not sure mm-hmm. how it would work is a legend of zelda movie like that oh. just seems like the most obvious one because it's, it's a big fantasy epic which is kind yeah. of like popular now uh and also it's a big franchise sure. that lots of people know about but the problem is link doesn't have a personality <laughs> That's always been the case unless you go back to those. Yeah, he doesn't talk. Unless you go back to those really old games, you know, the... Oh, the CDI games? Excuse me, princess. The Philips (laughs) CDI games? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I don't think... But, like, in general, the whole point of Link is that you are Link. Like, Link has whatever personality attribute applies to you. Like, the silent protagonist trope. You know, that's Link. So how Uh do you... I mean, you could argue Mario, too, has that. But, like, you could give Mario... But Mario talks. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and I, you could probably give Mario some personality. Like he kind of has some personality in the games. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, for for Legend of Zelda, I don't know how you make a movie with because you'd have to have Link as a, a great, at least a main character. Yeah. Unless you make the movie about Zelda. Oh yeah. And Link's kind of just a peripheral character who helps. So I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that would be like, like one of the obvious ones is the Legend of Zelda movie. So we'll see. Star Fox would be interesting. I, I, I feel like Star Fox has kind of fallen out of prominence. Yeah, absolutely. Like but, people are aware, yeah. but they're not. It's not extremely popular. Yeah, but you could say the same thing about Sonic. Not that Star Fox is on the same level of Sonic, but right. I don't know. We'll see because yeah, you'll get that furry community on board. So I mean, <laughs> you already got Detective Pikachu and Sonic who are pretty much there. Yeah, but, <laughs> they're but, both but, pretty furry. But, but I mean, Star Fox is like full furry. Yeah, okay, like, you're right. Like animals wearing suits looking cool, furry. You know? True, but Sonic's <laughs> naked. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean, but I, I think Star Fox would be a good space opera. Yeah, make a, if, if it's well written, they yeah. can make a really cool story out of Star Fox. Totally, totally. Um, but yeah, uh, I could definitely see Metroid as a movie. Oh, that'd be perfect. Um, a horror movie. Yeah, uh, they've already done Pokemon, like you said. They already, they already I don't know Mario. how they would do the Mario movie. Like, like they they needs redemption because that that one back then that was terrible. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows that. I don't. I hope they don't do. Hey, it's Mario, and he's in the real world. <laughs> oh no, no! I hope they've they just stay in Mushroom that. Kingdom. Yeah, uh, they just have to make an interesting story about yeah. Mario and friends because there's a lot of content. And like Sonic, the lore in Mario is not consistent. No, uh, it doesn't really know? connect at all. So they could just kind of do anything, you know. Yeah, the game's to work in the yeah. game mechanics. The lore of, e- of of 
Mario is is only pertaining to each game. So like you know, Galaxy One and Two they connect, but it yeah. doesn't connect to Odyssey. Odyssey is like by itself; it doesn't really yeah. connect to anything else. The the only everything that's consistent is like Bowser, Peach, Mario. That that's about it. You know, he just rescues. Yeah, sometimes her. Luigi. So. Yeah, he's there sometimes. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I could see them doing that. I don't. It, it would it would take a while to build up to like a Smash Bros. movie. Yeah, but uh, we'll they could see. still do. It. I I think it's possible. They just need someone to push them in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Of, I I don't know if a Fire Emblem movie would do that well in the West. Maybe in Japan, it would probably be big. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll see about that. Uh, no Pikmin. I don't think that's Pikmin. That's well. just I don't no. know. That's I don't see that being a movie. Kirby would be hard. I know there was a Kirby TV show, but right. I don't know if pushing a big blockbuster movie of Kirby is going to do well either cuz Kirby's also kind of right. silent protagonist. Um Metal Gear's already in planning, so I mean Yeah, that's but, just a spy yeah, espionage movie. Yeah, that's something that they'll have to cuz like a lot of all these are from different companies, you that's, know, they, yeah, licensing is a huge licensing thing. Licensing would be a big deal for yeah. Smash Brothers movie cuz like Avengers other than their deal with Sony for the most part uh, Disney owns it all now, especially with the Fox deal. Uh, so it's easier for them to do that. Um, but yeah, for Smash Bros, I don't know. We'll see. Not that it isn't po- impossible. I think right. it's possible. Yeah. Like uh, back in the day, what was it? Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, yeah. That had a lot of characters from different IPs that were not part of the same company. Yeah. And they put them all in one movie, Cartoon yeah. World. Or look at uh, Ready Player One. That's true. Yeah. They, I mean, Steven Spielberg directed it. I don't think he would be a good director for the Smash Bros. movie, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, even though he's the name, like, I don't think he would understand the concept of it. Yeah, and we'll I'm, I'm just curious how they would work in the storyline. Like, they've had stories in the Smash Bros. games. Like, they had this uh, subspace emissary, etc. I don't know if they'll go that route, but I would assume mm. it'd be similar to the in the vein of, like, Oh, some of the villains are teaming up. I'd like that. And then there's also Master Hand, maybe like pulling behind the strings, the, literally, yeah, <laughs> like literally pulling the strings behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. As the Master Hand is like the big Thanos villain building up to. There you go. There you cool. go. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I mean, there are only, there are only two movies in, and I'm sure everything else. I'm sure people are talking about it. I'm sure someone's mentioned it. I'm sure because Smash Bros. Is, is huge. So yeah, and a lot of people know what it is. It's a big IP itself. Uh, yeah, Nintendo's aware of how how um, you know big it is. Although they don't support the community, which kind of sucks. But uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, Nintendo's ramping up in its own presence. Like uh, obviously, you have the Switch, which is huge, and then you have that Mario uh, Land. Oh, Universal park. Studios Japan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Nintendo is definitely, uh, you know, ramping up its efforts in its brand awareness. Um, so Yeah, that's cool. We'll see. We'll see. Though I would be cautiously optimistic for a Smash Bros. movie. But Same. I, I think the most likely thing is probably at least, at the very least, like a Nintendo-only uh, team-up movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But Why not? Yeah. Why not? It, it'll be interesting. Cool. All right. Uh, any closing thoughts on the Sonic movie before we end the podcast? Um, so at the end of the movie, when he goes, it turns out that James Marsden and his girlfriend or wife, sorry, James Marsden and wife. I don't know her character's name because they don't really say it that much. She just calls her Pretzel Lady and I'm like, I don't know what your yeah, real name uh, is anymore. They, make a, they move all of Sonic's stuff from his hideout in the woods to <laughs> their attic. And uh. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. And Sonic says this line of like, how did you guys do this? And they never gets answered. How did they how, do How that? did they do how it? How did they find How it? did they find his little cave in the woods? If the whole point was for him to be hidden, and he hid for those that many years, how did they find it and, and bring all of his stuff, like drag all of his stuff over to their house? 
Yeah. That's what I want to know. Same. <laughs> Not that it's important because this movie, there's a lot of things in this movie that don't make sense. And the movie is very self-aware. Like it knows. Like the, the government gives James Wise on a fucking Olive Garden $50 gift card. Like Which there's is, a lot of things yes. that are just like, it's clearly not supposed to be realistic. But still, I was like, how did, how did they do that? <laughs> they even mm-hmm. a- Sonic even asks and they don't answer him. How'd they do that? Yeah, it's it's hundred percent a video game movie. <laughs> yeah, um, like it's 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 not meant to be taken seriously, and that's fine. But yeah, yeah. I, I liked it overall. Thought it was good. Yeah, same. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed Detective Pikachu. Yeah, Thought it was I good. Would say the same thing. Yeah, like I, I got exactly what I wanted out of a video game movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um if you want to leave us a comment question, you can go to www.downtime.live. You can submit a comment or question through there. We'll read it on the podcast. You can also send it to us the old-fashioned way at contact at downtime.live. Again, that's contact at downtime.live. If you go to our website, click on the word community, or if you look in the description of this video, um, you can find a link to our Discord where we talk about everything from video games to anime to movies to music uh join our discord community we love you guys we always read questions we can from there you can also submit your own questions to the discord and we'll read it from there leave us a review on apple itunes slash apple podcasts um we'll read it on the podcast we're currently at five stars out of five stars which is pretty nice uh because people just review it and we're like okay cool you guys tried putting yourself on spotify there's a lot of steps Uh, and uh, there's a whole approval process that we don't want to go through right now (laughs) yeah uh, itunes is the big one that we were trying to do for now Uh and we reached it and stitcher is kind of like the rs the rss feed from stitcher just goes everywhere else i'm sorry from podbean goes to stitcher goes to everywhere else yeah um so that's good uh we what was i gonna say um yeah if you leave us a review on apple podcast slash itunes we can read it on the podcast leave us a comment on anywhere that this podcast is hosted uh youtube podbean etc etc we will read it on the podcast as well no comment goes unseen any closing words before we go out jordan uh gotta go fast (laughs) there it is all right everyone thank you for listening to podcast 128 have a good night